Welcome to Hearts and Stripes, your one-stop shop for all things military marriage. I hope our discussions and interviews equip you with the tools to start or grow a beautiful marriage as we address the benefits and challenges of mill marriage. I believe life's most precious moments are worth celebrating, so I'll help you design your marriage blueprint in alignment with your core values. Thank you for joining us, and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome, everyone. I am your host, Brie Carroll of Hearts and Strikes Podcast, and it is such a pleasure that you are joining us. You know, here at Hearts and Strikes, we're all about strengthening military marriages and celebrating authentically. And if you've been keeping up with our previous series, you know that September is all about suicide prevention awareness. But that's not the only thing that September holds. No, it is actually also Life Insurance Awareness Month. So we are going to wrap up September with a very special guest, Didi Pugh. She is an amazing military spouse. You'll hear a little bit about her story, but I'll give you some details all about Didi. So she is a financial professional. She has a group and she is teaching military spouses all about financial awareness and how to better prepare and set up their finances for success. She happens to be here with me in Minot, North Dakota, which is a fun thing that we get to share. Didi, thank you so much for being with us. We're going to jump right on in. I want you to share a little bit about your background, about your mill marriage story and your passions around um, educating people about finances. I am originally from Myanmar, Burma, and I went to South Korea because I got a full scholarship to do my bachelor's. And then I graduated, I met my husband, and I see how a lot of young Americans have, are so blessed with a lot of things, but they yes. don't see those things. Mm -hmm. So I did my master's in finance and investment and I came to mine. A lot of people complained about it. I was like, okay, I don't know. This is the first time in my, you know, in America. So I didn't know what to expect. I actually love it. This place, I love to connect with a lot of people. And when I was in UK, British people don't really like talking or, you know, they're not very social. Mm -hmm. So I was very depressed, you know, marriage wasn't doing well only because we were working working all day and then it's like instead of giving up i was like okay you know what if you're willing to work on it i'm willing to work on it we went to marriage counseling it didn't work but now we've been married for five years and military marriage is it, it could be very different from normal civilians so when he had that like when he told me you work on military marriage is an advocate. I was like, I love to see her. Yes. I'm so happy that we were able to connect and yes. I'm excited to chat with you because like I mentioned, September is life insurance, insurance month. awareness month. I yes. know. And it just felt really good to be able to connect with someone who could share a little more on yes, life insurance and just the value that it really brings to family. So yes. I would love for you to chat a little bit about SGLI, 
and then kind of share your perspective on life insurance overall. Yes. Sure. So life insurance, it has been a huge topic and I myself had to struggle because I didn't know much about it when I first got here. And in, as a financial advisor, financial planner, life insurance is a big deal. So I used to question like, why do we need life insurance? You know, because we don't really think about the death scenario most of the time. Mm-hmm. We live like every time I talk about, you know, life insurance and everything, I didn't want to, not a lot of people want to even talk about it. They just try to avoid it. Like, yeah, no, we'll be fine, especially military families. So when I first got married, my husband told me that, hey, do you know that if something were to happen to me, you will get 400000 in life insurance because the military covers that for me. So when I first got married with my husband, my husband told me, hey, if I were to die, you will get 400000 in life insurance. And I was like, and he was, I already changed the beneficiary to you. I didn't know about it. I didn't accept. I was like, no, let's not talk about it. I kind of like broke down in tears because I started thinking of the scenarios. And then after getting married, after I started this job, I woke him up at 3 and I was like, hey, have you changed the life insurance beneficiary to me? Because he was like, why? Well, I become more realistic because I started seeing things. One thing not a lot of spouses know is there are a lot of military benefits available to us. As a military spouse, a lot of people know that SGLI is available to us and they think that it's automatic. It is not automatic. You have to actually go and sign up. I have seen people who doesn't have SGLI. I, I had a pilot who doesn't have SGLI for his wife. They just didn't know where it wor- how it works, what it is. So they were like, okay, we're not going to do it. We're not going to touch it. SGLI is absolutely important, as absolutely cheap, available to only military and it's only $25 and it gives you 400,000 in case of tragedy. Wow. That is, if you passed away, if your spouse passed away on duty, actually it is 500,000. Not a lot of people know about it. There is a hundred thousand benefit called death gratuity available to us. Wow. So altogether is 500,000. But the issue with SGLI is that it goes away the moment your husband separates from military. Either retiring or separating, it doesn't matter. It stays on for three months. And unless you change the SGLI to VGLI, it goes away. What I actually love about that is, so SGLI is the service member group life insurance. Yes, ma'am. And if I'm not mistaken, it was established in like 1965. But I love how you pointed out that after the member is no longer active, that goes away. So that's why I'm excited to kind of chat with you because people don't think beyond uh, the service commitment. Retirement. So I have actually a little financial literacy group on Facebook that I created. I am a foreign spouse myself. So I wanted to support fellow foreign spouse who doesn't, you know, might not speak English, who are very scared, reluctant to talk to other people. So I created that spouse and I, uh, the spouse group, and I usually share the financial literacy information on there. One time I bring up this, um, insurance, life insurance is that a lot of people think that, oh, life insurance is a scam. Life insurance is not worth it. Don't buy life insurance, invest your money. What people don't know is that investment is there as long as you live. Only stays there only as long as you live. The moment you die, insurance is there, insurance stop. But most of us don't really think about the death scenario. And we are the 
actually the most important ones who has to think about that scenario because our spouses they're you know their lives are at actually more risk than right. absolutely absolutely the active duty member is definitely at more risk so this is a needed conversation to have yes. up front yes so, i agree um a lot of of course there are a lot of civilian financial advisor financial guru coach said that yes buy term insurance buy this insurance they usually make a normal blanket statement what we need to know is when it comes to insurance there is no normal blanket statement there is no one formula that fits for all oh that's really good can you break that down a little bit more so um, what are you looking at in each person's situation to kind of figure out what may be a good fit for them? Yes. Yeah, so one thing we need to know is life insurance is absolutely important for everyone. As long as you are responsible adult who doesn't want to leave your burden, you know, once you die, we just die, but the survivor have to deal with your hospital bills. You know, people just don't die quickly. If you're under certain age, if you die of some certain accident, there's like autopsy required by the states. A lot of your families are left with a lot of burdens and people don't really think about it. So for life insurance, what I usually look at is client's age, people's age, and how much they can afford per month. I don't really look at now. I also look at in case of worst case scenario, what if this member mess up something and they get kicked out of military? How much will never ever become a burden for them? Because life insurance is something that you keep paying. The moment you stop paying, some life insurance just goes away. Then it will be a waste of money because this whole time you have paid for it. So I look at their age and I look at their financial, current financial situation and future financial situation, like an estimate, like potential. If they have pension coming for military or if this member is thinking of separating before 20 years and that way they're not eligible for military pension, is he trying to apply to GS jobs? So I look at that and their health situation, their family situation, because if they have a lot of families, that means that they have more survivorship needs. So I look at all of these factors and based on the individual scenario situation, I choose the right type of product that fits for them. No, that is awesome. And I love how it's customized so that it's uh, something that can continue to be, to be paid for yes. um, and that way that it doesn't, what is it, fall through or the, the policy is not terminated. So, and I know you work with First Command and that is how we know each other and have connected, yes, which is amazing. Um, I love how many different resources that First Command offers just to keep you informed about one financial planning and yes. then foot stomping life insurance as a portion of the overall financial plan. But yes. you mentioned you had a Facebook group. I'd love to hear about your Facebook group and please provide the information so that I can link it so that more people can find out about it. Awesome. So the reason why I created it is that when this COVID hit, as a foreigner spouse, when I came in, I didn't know anything about military or military benefits or American financial system. But when I got this job, when I trained with my background, everything, I found out that, wow, there are a lot of spouses that lacks that, you know, this financial knowledge that can change their lives. And not a lot of people know that. 
So I tried to reach out one at a time, but here in our Minot base, we don't have a lot of groups. And I don't want to go out and preach to them. I don't want, you know, like, oh, what does she know? So what I did was, because I'm a foreign spouse, I will try to go into the foreign spouse. And if they find value in it, they will appreciate it. So in Zoom time, I wasn't that busy, you know, in, in COVID time when it started in March. So I reached out like, hey, my name is Dee Dee and I'm a foreign spouse like you. When I came in as a military spouse, I didn't know a lot of resources, but through this job, you know, through this company, I've learned a lot. If you need to know anything, please reach out to me and I will be doing a basic financial literacy class on Zoom for free. Anyone can join. So I sent out the links and a lot of spouses from Korea, you know, California, Europe reach out to me. I had like 40 people signed up. And the first day I just explained to them the basic of finance, why we need to invest, why putting in all in savings, you know, can the value go down because of inflation in a very easy way for any spouses with any background could relate to, because you could be talking about return and, you know, like market, not a lot of people, you know, not a lot of us have finance background. So I kind of came up with an easy, relatable way for the spouses. And it was like so successful that a lot of spouses are like, Didi, this is amazing information. Could you do this for my, you know, base? Could you do this for my first shirt? So I decided that, you know what, I will start a little Facebook group it is free to join. There's no obligation, you know, nothing, client or not. I will provide spouse-specific financial literacy that all spouses need to know in case of survivorship, like life insurance, because a lot of people heard and Google, you know, whenever they say life insurance, they hear like, oh, life insurance is a scam. Don't do this. Don't do that. So they have misinformation. So what I did was, I would, I would give you unbiased information that all of us need to know. So I post about life insurance stuff. I post about IRA, Roth IRA, retirement, because most of us spouses move around with our husbands. One thing that separates us, that made us different from um, civilian spouses is that civilian spouses can maintain a career. 90% of military spouse, us spouses cannot because we have to adapt to our husband's life. We have to move around. We have to pick up a random job, no matter how educated you are. So life insurance is a big deal and not a lot of people know. When I was questioning about life insurance when I first joined this company, I was like, why is life insurance a thing? I don't wanna be an insurance salesman. That's what I thought. And I felt guilty recommending life insurance. One day, I look at this military spouse networking group and a lady posted her husband passed away in an accident after serving for 24 years. Oh, the no. SGLI stays on for three months. The SGLI stays on up until August 1st. Her husband yeah. passed away on August 20th. Wow. She's posted that her future and her little son future is dark. There is nothing to do. And she doesn't want other spouses to be like her. So like she was encouraging, start looking into life insurance. She believed that her, you know, her husband had a plan in mind. It's just that they didn't execute it. So since then it hit me and I was like, death is, it is, it's the only guarantee thing in life. Right. It's inevitable. You're right. It's inevitable. And it can happen to us, but most of us 
don't like to think about it. Just because you don't like to think about it doesn't mean that you, you know, you cannot prepare for it. So what I did was um, I kind of posted all these scenarios and all this information. And if you want, I will send you the link to my financial literacy. Please do send all the links. I would love to link people to get involved and, and just join yes. your community on Facebook as well. Yes, you are providing an amazing service and I'm so grateful for um, just to hear that real story of how someone saw um, the lack of life insurance and how it could uh, affect their life if they only yes. are relying on SGLI. Thank you so much, Dee Dee. That was awesome. Awesome. And um, I would like to add that there are a lot of people who question the two types of life insurance. I think that will be um, a great topic. So there's a whole life insurance and term life insurance. Whole life is permanent insurance and term life is temporary insurance. So a lot of people say that, hey, don't buy whole life, just buy term life. And a lot of people say that, hey, don't buy term life, just buy whole life. What one thing we need to consider is based on your scenario, based on your age, your you know current financial situation, there's no blanket statement. You have to sit down with a professional, uh, whether it be your uncle, financial advisor, anyone, please sit down and talk to them. And please don't, when you, whenever you do research online, they said that, oh, you know, whole life insurance is dumb, that's expensive. Yes, whole life insurance is there, for a purpose because it is for a permanent insurance needs because there are some needs that will last forever right to replace an income or to maintain your current living standard that kind of need is for permanent insurance and there's another term life insurance that is for protecting temporary needs like sending your kids to college because at some point they're going to grow out of it they're going to get they're going to graduate and mortgage, at some point, you'll be done with paying off your mortgage. So those scenario, you can use temporary insurance. And for whole life permanent needs, you need to use whole life insurance. But always ask yourself, what's the amount of premium you can afford? That is the most important thing. I know that we can take millions of life insurance, but if you cannot afford it, if you stop paying at some point, that will be a liability for you. So. As a financial advisor, I always look at how much my client will always be able to afford. And that way, that insurance will stay with them forever. No, Didi, that was awesome. I'm glad you clarified that because I, you know, for people who are Dave Ramsey fans and that type of thing, they always hear whole life is not good. But I actually have talked to some of my peers and people that I really respect that are in the financial space. And you're absolutely right. Whole life does have a purpose um, and it can fit into certain people's plans. It may not fit into yours or it might. You really have to sit down with somebody, evaluate your individual situation and make the best plan for you and your family. Uh, on that note, I'd like to make a comment. Yes, I have met a lot of Dave Ramsey followers. I think Dave Ramsey, um, most of his recommendations are uh, really, really awesome. And I wish more people follow him. I wish more people listen to him. When it comes to debt, Dave Ramsey is the God. He makes people debt free and he makes people, you know, more financially stable, have money in their emergency fund. I love to see more people that way. But at the same time, Dave Ramsey look at the bigger mess. 
Most of the people Dave Ramsey aims at are civilians. What we forget is we are very, very different from civilians. Civilians can, let's say in a family, a husband and a wife and two kids, a vanilla family. If a husband passed away in a civilian family, the wife always had a career. She had her 401k, she has her pension. And she may or may not be relying on her husband, but not having a lot of life insurance doesn't impact her a lot. But in a civilian family, the husband has always been the primary, you know, money maker, the breadwinner. If right, in the military family, absolutely. Mm -hmm. the income replacement. A lot of people are like, yeah, I don't need life insurance, but what about all the pension if your husband were to be alive? What about all the pension that he is going to get? If he was an 05 guy, retiring at the age of 42, normal age for an 05 guy, he make it up to 20 years, his future income, if he lives up to 90, will be $2.08 million. Who is going to replace that money to take care of your children? So that's the way to look at it. Whenever you, and then one thing good, uh, one good thing about our military is if you're an officer, you know, for example, or E5, uh, E6, E7, E8, when you retire, you have a pension for the rest of your life, but that pension stays with you as long as you live only. The moment you die, pension dies. Not a lot of people know that. Why not just stretch that little pension, little part of that pension beyond your life? Doesn't make sense. If your husband gets 5,000 for the rest of his life without social security, why not just turn 500 of that beyond his life and let them kick in in at least half a million dollars the moment he passed away? That is a great way to look at it because I have dual military families. They don't have life insurance. But the issue is as long as these both of these people are alive, they don't need to worry about their retirement because they have guaranteed pension. But if one of them is to die, there's a huge loss of pension chunk goes away every month. In order to replace that, it makes more sense. It is wise to turn some of that pension into life insurance. That's the way I look at it for military families. And in that case, I highly recommend whole life for that because that's something we're going to die one of these days. We're definitely going to die. And why not just leave a legacy for your spouse, for your children, while you know that this tiny portion of money will never become a burden as long as you're alive because you have pension. Didi, thank you so much. You really broke that down and to give that contrast. And, and I so appreciate that because I think we all need to have some, um, some new perspective kind of on this topic of life insurance. Like you said, the more you talk about it, the more you educate yourself, you can really create a, a plan that's personalized to your family yeah. and the situation that you want to set your family up for. For example, like for term insurance, a lot of us military who listen to Dave Ramsey buy term insurance, but guess what? They're in their 20, they buy term insurance. Why buy term insurance while you already have SGLI? Term insurance is cheap. You already have half a million dollar SGLI. But if you were to, if your service members to pass away while on duty, your children gets to go to school for free because there's like a dependency and I don't, <laughs> I think, indemnity um, compensation is like DIC. There are a lot of like transitional DIC, like a lot of benefits available to our military. So 
if you buy term insurance right now, what I see is it could be a waste of money because the moment you leave military, your SGLI expire and your term insurance expire too. So it could be repetitive unless you have a lot of houses mortgage that you need to pay, then it makes sense. So just because you see on Facebook or Google or Dave Ramsey that, hey, just go buy term insurance, please do not do it. It might not be the best fit for you. Just because, some, you know, um, the a company tell you that, hey, go and buy whole life, all whole life, two million, three million, it might not be the best fit for you. Always see a professional advisor, always see a professional, you know, financial coach to get an advice. And because they will do analysis on your financial situation, because there's no one product that fits for all. Thank you so much, Didi, for sharing so much of your wisdom. I love that you are encouraging us to seek someone who knows a lot more about finances, financial planning, so that we can be set up for success. I know a lot of you know that finances and money tends to be an area where a lot of couples argue um, about, and there's some, some, some pressures and resistance and some stresses that come into the relationship via not knowing a lot about money and how to handle money. So this was a super important topic for us to discuss. And everyone, please keep in mind that life insurance is just one piece of your overall financial plan. So please take the time and look into life insurance as well as get a plan that just can help you guys live out that legacy uh, for yourselves and, and even for the next generation and the generation after. That is what we are all about here at Hearts and Stripes Podcast. And I hope you enjoyed this Heart to Heart. And before we go, I really want to wrap things up with this heart track for this episode. And we're going to throw something in there a little different. Um, we're going to throw this one off to Jay-Z Legacy. So if you listen to this track, I hope you enjoy it. It'll be on the Spotify heart track playlist, but Legacy by Jay-Z. I love the soulful tones of the song and I really love the opening and a couple verses just, just talk through what he would like to do with his legacy, who he wants to leave it to, the impact that his family will have. And the reason why we picked Legacy for this particular heart track on life insurance is just because when we start thinking about our financial future, when we start thinking about life insurance and how we want to set up our loved ones for when we are no longer there, we are thinking about our legacy and how people will remember us. And that is the basis behind the song. So enjoy this heart track by Jay-Z. All right, everyone, you know what time it is. It is time to EYS Earn Your Stripes. So huge thank you to Didi. She has provided us a freebie that we can download right from your, the show notes of this episode. It is all about tracking your finances and creating a budget. So one thing to note before you jump out there and get life insurance, you know, Didi mentioned that you had to get a plan set up that is customized to you and your situation, but you have to know what your situation looks like, right? So this download will help you create your budget, track your expenses and your income. And she even has a special portion that um, calls out that tax deduction and that tax excess that we are receiving right now 
um, due to the government. So we just want to thank Didi again for setting us up for success with this EYS. Make sure you check out the show notes at becarolevents.com slash hearts dash stripes and get your download so you can EYS today. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.